Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversations about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a new and happier and healthier you. Now, here's your host, Randy Boyd. Well, greetings and welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously. Um, hi, good. everybody. Hi, hi, Kathy. How are you? I'm good, honey. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. It's good. another beautiful day here in the desert, and um, it's starting to warm up. It's funny, over the last two weeks, all the trees and flowers have just started to blossom. Yeah, and so have I, you know? because I've gone from sweatpants and long sleeve t-shirts to uh, shorts and a bathing suit. <laughs> I came home from the dog's walk this morning, and you were in a bathing suit already. I know. it's that time. Hey, it's that time of year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this month is, uh, as we mentioned last week, is National Child Abuse Prevention Month. Yes, yes. And um, it's something that's near and dear to mine and Kathy's heart. It's not an easy subject to talk about. Um, I am very passionate about this. And the- Yeah, so if you hear his voice sounding yeah. like he's getting louder Thank or you. stronger yeah. or bolder, I'm telling you that is passion coming from him. And it took me a while to learn that. So yeah, you're right. if you are experiencing that with anybody um, who really is talking about something that is dear to their heart and brings passion to their heart, that's what you're going to get here today. Absolutely. And I think, no, I don't think, I know um, the more Kathy and I work with couples, um, a lot of times I think people are just dealing with the symptoms mm-hmm. of a relationship or with an individual. Mm-hmm. And we're finding out that uh, a lot of the problems in relationships, the root of those problems are unresolved childhood trauma. Right. And you mentioned the word dealing, and we hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. And so we kind of are learning to shift that word of dealing because for many, many years, people deal with these things the best they can. But we want to change the mindset to where they can truly heal from these things. So if you hear us uh, talk about that, we're going to, we're really going to focus on healing these things. Dealing with them doesn't help. It just, it's almost like putting band-aids on things. Dealing is not healing. No, dealing Dealing is is definitely not healing. healing. So so, our focus is to heal and to help people along their healing journey. Yeah. So a lot of our communication or, yeah, a lot of our communication has shifted in our last, especially in the last probably five years, Mm -hmm. but over those 17 years, 18 years, we've been working on recovery. So it's still shifting. Um, And Kathy, um, she's the one that points it out to me and I'm working really hard. I'm not trying because trying is a powerless word. I'm working really hard on removing that word dealing. So anyway, we just wanted to bring that up. And um, today's, we're going to be talking about signs, examples, and effects of abuse. And we're going to focus on physical uh spirit uh, emotional and, and sexual abuse mm-hmm. okay yeah, it's yeah. what our mind because those are the, the primary ones that we, we find all the time right right and we think you know it's our belief that it's you know all of us have experienced some form of this maybe not to the extent of for example yourself and many others um, but there is some form of it and i know even in my household what I thought was the perfect household with the white picket fence and never saw my parents fight. Knowing what I know today, um, 
you know, there was some emotional and some physical mm-hmm. abuse, you know, what was okay in the 70s mm-hmm. is not okay today in 2023. Well, so. I, technically it's not okay, period, if, if you're, especially if you're a Christian. Yeah. And um, if you are, I would suggest that rather than listen to pastors on, on the platform, that you really dive into the Bible and you'll find out what you think yeah. is okay is far from okay. No, and, I, and when I say the word okay, I don't think I meant okay. I meant that it was normal. Yeah, it was, normal. It was normalized back in the 70s. Right. So today we're going to talk about um, these different uh, signs, examples, and effects. And I want to start out with the signs of physical abuse. So physical abuse is intentional bodily injury. Some examples might include slapping, pinching, choking, kicking, shoving, or inappropriate using of drugs or physical restraints. Um, I am going to go out on a limb and say that there was some physical abuse that I was exposed to in the form of, back in the day, it was normalized to use a belt to punish or to discipline. Um, No, not discipline, punish. To punish, that's true, to punish. Not discipline. But I got it. My brother got it. My sister got it. It was a it was a leather belt, and so that was what was normal in my growing up. Um, the other form of physical that I also got was washing my mouth out with soap. Um, and I just discovered I'll just share this real briefly before we get into some of the other signs is that doing some step work recently with some women. Um, I don't even recall the question, but I came back to that place of having my mouth washed out with soap. Now I will admit. I was a pretty mouthy kid. <laughs> as a lot um, of us are. As a lot of us are. And so that was the the punishment of washing my mouth out with soap. But I realize now thinking back, and we're talking, God, 50 years, more than 50 years of that, that it got to a place where I um, realized that how washing my mouth out with soap shut me down. And my voice started mm-hmm. to be lost even back then. Mm-hmm. So what happened is I never learned how to help have a healthy communication on expressing my concerns, my fears, my anger, all of those things. And so washing my mouth out with soap was what my mom thought was the right thing to do, probably what was displayed in her home. Um, but it did shut down my voice. And so not only did it shut down my voice, it allowed me to never learn how to have a healthy right. anger how to have healthy communication right. in a way that I needed to express myself. Exactly. So that was one thing I just discovered. And here we are 50 years later. I'm like, aha, so that's what's going on here. So some of the signs of physical abuse, I'm going to kind of go through the list here. Randy's going to kind of jump in there where he feels that he can uh, add something to. Um, but one of the, the beginning signs, you might see bruises, black eyes, welts, lacerations, and rope marks. Um, There may be broken bones. That's very severe as well. Open wounds, cuts, punctures, untreated injuries in various stages of healing. Um, You might see uh, broken glasses, eyeglasses, or frames. That that happened with my mom a lot when my stepfather would smack the living crap out of her and she'd come home with broken glasses. Mm, There you go. Um, Any physical signs of being punished or restrained? And those can be that part right there the punish uh, physical signs of being punished often fall right into emotional abuse right i can i can see where that connection goes um there may be laboratory findings of either an overdose or an underdose of medications Mm -hmm. 
Um, an individual's reported being hit, slapped, kicked, or mistreated. I mean, we hear that all the time, um, but it, 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 they report it. They may not report it. They may report it, but nothing gets done about that. Too. Or, or, or it's like, ah, oh, it's no big deal. I mean, it happens to everybody. Right. You know, look at me today. <laughs> Maybe you want to go look yourself in the mirror. Yeah. And I know, I know we're going to say a lot of stuff today that people are going to disagree with, and that's okay. And this is not across the board. This is, you know, there might be some situations where um, you don't agree with, and that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's, but deep, we're speaking truths. And a lot of this is biblical truth. It's biblical truth. And it's also what has been reported. Humanistic truth. Yeah, and, and what's been reported. This is what yeah. has been reported to. Yes. So these aren't just things that we are just pulling out of the air. Right. These are proven signs and examples right. and effects of right. abuse. Um, there may be a vulnerable adult sudden change in behavior. Or a child. Or a child. Right. That's most yeah, likely a child, right? And there's also the caregiver's refusal to allow visitors to see a vulnerable adult or a child alone. Absolutely. Um, those, that happens quite often too, where isolation, uh, the caregiver yeah. creates an isolation right. uh, so as not to get caught in a sense or to have anybody question their ability to care. Um, forms of physical abuse. Uh, here's some common forms of physical abuse. There's the choking, slapping, biting, Throwing of objects. And I will add punching, hitting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, those are all forms of physical abuse. Um, so here, here's what I said earlier that physical abuse also will fall right down into emotional abuse. Why is that? Because oftentimes if a child is, especially a child or a woman, adult, whoever, is is physically abused enough they 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 come to believe that they're worthless right right and here here's a story that where insecurities are formed insecurities are formed everything's formed they're afraid to say anything um they, they don't want people coming up behind their back right there's there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on and for for example there was a time <clears throat> I was 17 years old that rebellious age right mm -hmm. of course I had reasons to be rebellious uh would be all the abuse I went through but to, to 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 make the story short, I the, the cops were called on me one night, and there's more to it than that. They were they were unjustly called to the house. It was more of a threat. It was it was more of a threat, right? Well, my stepfather was out of town working. When he got home about ten o'clock the following night, my mother told him about what happened. He busted through my door, pulled me out of my bed by the hair of my head, right. And started beating a living crap out. I was sound asleep. And so it was one of those incidents that like, man, it, did this really happen the way I, I thought it happened? Or I think it happened? So I talked to my brother. And my brother told me this. He says, Randy, if he if I wasn't home, my, being my brother, if I wasn't home, he would have killed you that night. Right? So I knew this going into this, right? And, and and it really is like okay, well you know the guy he's sick. That's all there is to it. But what really hit me was when I when I was writing my book, and I was writing my book and telling that story in it, and I lost it. I just collapsed. It's like, is my life not worth nothing? You know, no wonder I had such low self esteem and self worth. This was years right, later. Right. Years later. Yeah, yeah. This was the abuse happened back in nineteen seventy. 1970 to about 1975. And this was in 2015 when I was writing my first book. And it really hit me. It's like, is my life really worth nothing to that guy? And to my mother who instigated it? 
So that's what I'm talking about when it comes to physical abuse. And I can, I'm not going to go into it on this show today. There's going to be some stuff coming out of me individually pretty soon because, well, anyways, we'll just go, let's go on to the next one. But, <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go on to the next one. I, I get going. I can't stop. Yeah, so, no, no, that's uh, good. That's, that's action speaking that right. I talked about there. And this one coming up. This is where you'll hear some, some passion, yeah. definitely. So our next uh, topic of abuse is sexual abuse. And sexual abuse is a non-consensual sexual contact, which is any unwanted sexual contact. Examples include unwanted touching, rape, sodomy, coerced nudity, sexual explicit photography. Um, and there's so many different signs of sexual abuse. Um, bruises around the breast or the genital area. Now, I will say that some of these are going to be hard to hear, but yes, we need to make sure if hard. we are not, if we are not discussing this, we're not helping prevent it. So it has to be spoken here. Um, unexplained venereal diseases or genital infections, unexplained vaginal or anal bleeding, torn, stained, or bloody underclothing, an individual's report of being sexually assaulted or raped, wearing a lot of baggy clothing, even in the summer. Now, I'm going to pause there for a moment because we know styles come and go, and sometimes well, these baggy styles show up, so yeah, it's well, not always the case, but, but it is one of the things that any sexual abuse survivor will say, yeah, I did that. Right. So, and also, these signs that Kathy's reading from uh, wearing the baggy clothing down, okay, the rest of these signs don't necessarily mean 100% that they had been abused. Right. I want you to understand that. These are just signs to look for that, that are very if common you, in, a, in sexual abuse victims. If you have reason to believe right. these are the things you want to look for. And especially as she gets a little, a little further down the list, it's going to be, you're going to really want to take a look. Right. So uh, hiding their face from people, uh, feeling dirty and do not want to bring attention to their body. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, they don't want to shower or they take prolonged showers. Or trying to scrub the dirtiness off of them. Mm, yeah. Walking with their head hanging yeah, low. That was me. Avoid eye contact. Yep. Because if I, if you look into my eyes, you're going to see the shame and the filth mm -hmm. that I'm carrying. Yeah. There you go. A sudden change in behavior. Yep. Anger takes over. Quietness comes in. There's so many different signs of that change behavior, especially if you have a, a, a child that is, always outgoing and bubbly and, and bouncing around and they yep. completely do the opposite. That is a concern. Well, example of that was when I saw, when we saw our cousin, my cousin yeah. at our, at a reception. Mm -hmm. And I told you then, and it would come to fruition years later that he indeed was being sexually abused by my abuser. Right. Right. So that is a very good sign. Yeah. We also have change of friends. Mm -hmm. You lose interest in sports and yeah. hobbies, which I know that was a yeah. lot happened for you. Yeah. Grades start slipping. That is another one. And and sometimes, you know, we have, we have to be cautious there a little bit as well, because sometimes grades slip because we get into the wrong environment or we aren't as focused as, as children. But as a parent, that's still something to be concerned about. If their grades are slipping, you need to be on that no matter what. Right, exactly. And, and, and uh, go ahead and finish it. Uh, we start, uh, you see, uh, starting to drink or taking drugs and maybe in excess more than before. Um, also, another big one is cutting and self-mutilation. So the one, the ones from that she just mentioned from sudden change in, in, be, in behavior, 
particularly changing friends, lows, loss in interest, sports and hobbies, grades, art, slipping, start slipping, drug, drug drinking, cutting. Those can also be signs of extreme physical and emotional abuse. Right. Okay. That's true. Cutting and self-mutilation. Um, somebody told me another really good one. I didn't write it down. But basically, they're cutting because the physical pain they can deal with better than the emotional pain that they're going through. Mm -hmm. They can't deal with the emotional pain. And I'm telling you, we've seen a lot of people with a yeah. lot of emotional pain. So that physical pain is easier to deal with. Okay, so there's something going on in their life that they can't deal with, and the cutting right, is, right. is a way to, to draw attention. To draw attention, to take, exactly. a, take away from the emotional exactly. pain, the physical pain. Exactly. And I think too, they see that the physical pain. I don't. I just thought of this too. I'm wondering: is does the physical pain heals eventually, but the emotional pain doesn't? So it's a repetitive cycle. But it also leaves scars. Right. A physical scar. Yeah. Where the the, the emotional, emotional scar pain. is still there. It's still there. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's a constant cycle for them. It's a cycle for them. And again, this is, I've just, a lot of this information right now that I'm talking about is from talking to those people mm -hmm. that have self-mutilated. Yeah, experiencing. Cut, right? and, I, yeah, exactly. Not something you've done, but in having this exactly. communication. Exactly. So we have forms of sexual abuse uh, to be aware of, which are fondling a child's genitals, having intercourse with a child, having oral sex with a child, having sex in front of a child, Having a child touch an older person's genitals. There's incest, masturbation, sexually explicit comments, words that are spoken around a child, showing X-rated books or movies to a child. And this information is sourced by Prevent Child Abuse America, Child Abuse and Overview, um, CJ Newton, MA, and he's a learning specialist. So this is information that we got through this Prevent Child Abuse America and this, these forms of sexual abuse, every one of them happened to me, mm -hmm. every single one, yeah. of them, and almost to every survivor, and worse. There's and some there's that, some that are even worse, yeah, right? Yeah. These are these are just basic things that are reported, that are available to anybody. Um, so the effects of sexual abuse, right? Um, silence, right? We're silenced. Because, for instance, me, when it happened the first time, my dad had just died. I was 12 years old. I needed another father figure. My father had just died a month prior. And this man had told me that I know how hard it is um, without a father. But I'm going to be that father figure for you. And then the abuse started. As we walked out of my bedroom, there was nothing, there was nothing graphic that day or violent that day. He looked at me and he said, now, don't tell anybody this is our little secret. Mm. So why would I tell anybody? Because I just lost a father. I don't yeah. want to lose another father figure. So we're silenced in so many different ways, right? Threatened parents or whatever. So we just learn to keep our mouth shut. Yeah. Right. And then the post-traumatic stress disorder. Understand that Kathy and I are not in a position to diagnose anything. So that needs to be diagnosed by a, a professional. Okay. I, I, in fact, had PTSD, mm -hmm. right? It creates, and, and what, what that means is that I would get triggered and it's, it is as though things were happening to me right then. And right. Kathy's experienced some of my PTSD yeah. in bad ways. Right, right. Uh, major depression, anxiety, I, I, I struggled with those for years. Anger, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but here's the thing about anger, Kathy, and we talk about this all the time, 
Anger is perfectly okay. In fact, the Bible says in Ephesians 4, 6, I think it is, that be angry, but don't, don't sin, sin. Yeah. right? So it's not the anger. It's the repressed anger. And the repressed anger comes out as rage. And right. that's what's bad, yeah. right? That goes right along with the aggressive behavior. The aggressive behavior, behavior yeah. right? And you know all too well about me, poor self-image, low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. No matter how, how no, no matter how successful I've been, right? I got a beautiful wife. I got all this. My self-image was absolutely in the yeah. trash. I will just add to that. I believe it was just yesterday that you oh, said, yeah. I have to say something that's bothering me. And you were feeling inadequate and low self-esteem yeah. about how your weight feels right, right. now. So right. here is my 66-year-old husband who has done a lot of work on himself. And he still has these moments right. where things come up like this. So exactly. again, this is a process that lasts a lifetime. And then of course, again, there's guilt and there's shame. Yeah. Now guilt is, I want you to understand this. If you don't know guilt is I have done something wrong. Right. I broke a glass. Mom, I'm so sorry, but I broke a glass. I know it was a good glass. Right. So I did something wrong. Shame is I'm wrong. Right. I shouldn't be here. I don't deserve to be here. I'm a piece of garbage. That's shame. Right. Right. And that shame always belongs to the perpetrator, whether it's sexual, physical, emotional, or spiritual. Yeah. Right. And then, of course, there's a lot of sexual related issues that come with that as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I, and I want to say, uh, while we're on the, 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 the subject of sexual, I just saw this article, and this is new again. And this is, uh, this is what really gets me fired up. I could be good for a while. I just thought more than 150 Catholic priests and others associated with the Archdiocese of Baltimore sexually abused more than 600 children over the last 80 years, according to a state report released Wednesday that accused church officials of decades of covers up cover ups. I, I, that's just what's reported still. That's, that's only just, what's reported. Right. That's the crazy part of this. And what, what I want you to understand. Right is people do, well, it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt. They'll get over it. No. Some of them, yes. Yeah, some of them go on and have a good life. They get some help and everything. School. The average, nah. They're gonna be, they might be okay for a while. And then somewhere along the line, it just takes a 180 degree turn. Yeah. Ask my wife. She saw it, right? And then, then the effects really start coming up. Right. Right. So it does a lot of damage. Yeah. And one of the last things in, in sexual abuse too is trust issues. And trust issues are affected in all of these forms of abuse, physical, emotional, and sexual. There's, you don't, you begin to not trust people. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's a big one for when you got to go through uh, the average lifespan and learn how to trust people after an abuse is very, very difficult. And it takes a lot of work to build that trust with people. And I think the first thing that people, when it comes to any kind of abuse, but my my focus has always been around the sexual because men don't want to talk about it, is to start, is the very first step is to admit that it happened and that you need help. Right. right. It, it, you're okay. Right. So now we're going to close out with our final form of abuse, which is mental mistreatment or emotional abuse, which is deliberately causing mental or emotional pain. Examples would include intimidation, coercion, ridiculing, harassment, mm -hmm. treating an adult like treating an adult mm -hmm. like a child, isolating an adult from family, friends, or regular activity, and that could be a child. 
parents who are abusing will do that with their children. They'll use uh, the use of silence to control oh, the behavior, yelling or swearing, which results in mental distress. So Maybe. anything that is causing that emotional distress that I just mentioned is a form of emotional Being abuse. belittled, called an idiot all the time. Yeah. Um, I think treating an, an adult like a child, or let's reverse that, treating a child like an adult, mm -hmm. right? Oftentimes, you know, okay, son, dad's gone. You got to grow up and you got to be the be man, the man of the house. house. Yeah. Man, that is so wrong. We've got to right? allow our children to be children. Exactly. And we've got to give them the example of what an adult looks exactly. like. Exactly. And what a healthy adult looks like. Exactly. So some of the signs of mental mistreatment or emotional abuse can be um, being emotionally upset or agitated, being extremely withdrawn and non-communicative or non-responsive. Unusual behavior usually attributed to dementia, sucking, biting, rocking. Um, nervousness around certain people and an individual's report of being verbally or mentally mistreated. I want to comment on that because even with sexual, with sexual and physical, right? A, an individual's report of being verbally, mentally, sexually, physically, abused, mistreated, oftentimes goes unanswered. Right. It's, I mean, I have sat with, with teenage girls and boys. There's one that sticks in my mind. She went to mom. Grandpa told her, I'm going to teach you what it's like to be a woman and how you're supposed to treat men. At nine years old, these are 16-year-old girls, 17-year-old girls. Nine years old, he said this. He started sexually abusing her. She went to mom. Mom said, I don't think so. You're just a little whore anyways. And if, if if that's what happened, you asked for it. And she just got the crap slapped out of her for even saying it. Yeah. So because I they think, don't want to destroy the family. Well, the family's already destroyed. Right. I think I think it's parents, parents that are listening. Please trust your children. Yeah, absolutely. Most of these kids have no way, no ability to make this stuff up. <laughs> um, you know, so take it seriously. Do some investigation. Get them some help with professionals that can ask the appropriate questions to before you say anything to anybody believe your child believe your child first yes and then when you're when you're seeking help on any kind of abuse right we heard last night a story and, and i and i just was fuming inside where this girl she was adopted and she was going through all the therapy that i they go through and this therapist told her and this girl was abused badly this therapist told her, and just act like it never happened. It never happened anyway. Just forget it. I'm going to tell you right now, that therapist's license needs to be revoked. I'm just going to yeah, say Yeah, if that. anybody, if any professional is saying that, that you're in the wrong place. Absolutely. You're in the, in the wrong Absolutely. place. Walk out the door. Yep. So I want to close out here with the forms of emotional abuse um, that you can be aware of as well. We talk about the silent treatment. That's brutal. Withholding affection. Routinely making threats, cruel name calling, gaslighting, intimidation, threatening to harm a partner or a child, isolating the victim from friends and family, and witnessing abuse. Yeah, that's on, on that. I had that in there this morning because oftentimes, if you're in a home where abuse is happening, it's emotional abusive to the person that's watching. So oftentimes it's like, am I next? 
Right. And I knew that's what was happening in my in my my home when my stepfather started beating my mom. I was next because I, you know, it's just the way it happened. Right. right? So we got to be really careful. Um, we don't yeah. want we don't want to be around kids fighting. No, and you know the other thought that comes to mind: witnessing abuse. So just that perfect example of what you said. Not only is it I'm next, but there's a there's that shutdown. There's that silence yeah, that you because you didn't want to create any attention that would cause oh well i was a little bit obvious i know but a lot of kids a lot of a lot of children will right, shut exactly, down and right. act like it never happened right, and exactly. then now it's in their heads right. so, i was i was pretty combative when he started beating on me yeah so i hope that these were helpful again this does not mean that this is happening a hundred percent of the time right. but it's happening a lot as we mentioned um in last week's episode the the statistics of abuse are extremely discerning and um, and concerning. I mean, it's just that it, they're there. They're there, and we can't run from it. But we have to be made aware of it. And if if our if our whole goal in this is just to bring light to the things that happen where abuse is happening, mm -hmm. that is that was that's what we need to do. If we can save one child or right. one adult right. from this experience. Right. Um, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah because it's, uh, we have, we have to listen to our children. Mm -hmm. We have to believe them first and then let, let the authorities figure out whether it's true or not. But right. like Kathy said earlier, it's pretty hard for a child to make this stuff up, man. I mean, it's, it's really hard for them mm -hmm. to make this stuff up. Yeah. Unless they're being coerced or coached into it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's I, a whole I'll different thing right there. Yeah, exactly. So. So I just hope this was helpful. Do you have any closing uh, comments? No, on this? I, I, you know, it's like Kathy says, this, I'm very passionate about this. I've been, we've been quiet. I've been quiet for quite a while, actually, on this subject with the foundations there. But I've got some stuff that I've been putting together that I'm really going to get out there and speak very boldly about the abuse that's happening mm -hmm. in this world to our children. Yeah. And adults. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, so, so that's... I, you know, again, I just, I know this is a hard subject, not yes. an easy subject, but it is such a valid and important subject. So thank you guys for listening. Um, I just want to share too, that during this month of child abuse awareness prevention month, um, check out our social media pages, both Instagram and Facebook on healing courageously, as well as change your life story now.com and the courageous healers foundation. Uh, tag a friend, uh, invite them, you know, to the Instagram page or to the Facebook page, as well as the Spotify, where these uh, podcasts are and tag a friend because you just don't know if, if those statistics are true, which we believe they're not even accurate. We know that they're probably right. higher than what is being reported. Yeah, somebody, you know, has been abused or is being abused. And those statistics, Kathy, are I'm going to round it right off to one and four. Yeah. Straight across the board, physically, yeah. mostly spiritually, and sexually. I know it's much higher than that, but let's use that. So, I, I, like I said, if you're sitting around a group at church or you're sitting around your family members and you count heads, one in four of those people have experienced abuse of some sort. Of some sort. So, please help yourself out, help them out, tag a friend, invite them to listen to the podcast. And then this month, we are giving a real big freebie away. We are giving away Randy's book in paperback 
of Healing the Wounded Child Within. It's available both in English and in Spanish. How you can get that for yourself, or maybe you need to get that for somebody else to read, you can go to the changeyourlifestorynow.com website. There is a contact form. Go to the contact form, fill in your information, check the box, and we will reach out to you personally to get your address on where we can ship your book. But this is a freebie. This is not a download. This is a real paperback book, both in English and in Spanish. So, oh, yeah, if you want, let, make sure you let us know whether you want the English or Spanish version. Right. And then my final um, call to action here is for our foundation, the Courageous Healers Foundation. We are a nonprofit that runs solely on donations. And so because of that, we ask for donations from you, the listeners, as this, these donations go towards helping other people heal. We work with people who have um, no means to, um, to pay for this. So your donations helps to offset the cost of their help, of their therapy, of their um, sessions that we get to have with them. And we work with people who are dealing with trauma from abuse, past relationships, marriages, Addiction. um, addictions, any of those things that that we can be of help with, that's what we're here for. And you can make your donation on a one-time donation. You can make it a monthly donation. Um, just visit the Courageous Healers Foundation website at courageoushealers.org. Um, there is a donation button or tab that you can click on and complete that, and we will be forever grateful. Um, if finances are not in order for you, we completely understand. We just ask that you keep us perfectly in your daily prayers so that this foundation can grow and we can reach those that are truly in need. So and we are, we, are, we are a nonprofit yes, organization. Yes, we are a nonprofit. Well. But also, also go to changeyourlifestorynow.com, right, for life coaching services. Yep. Right? We, again, like Kathy says, we, we work on a gamut of stuff, Um marriages uh, with the trauma addictions um, whatever your need is and generally like i said at the beginning of the show that a lot of marriages the core issues and the core problems the root problem mm -hmm. is something to do with some unresolved childhood trauma in your life yeah right? um and we don't like to ignore it like that was our story it. and that's been a yeah. lot of stories of those clients that we have worked with both married couples as well as individuals and it comes out we don't we don't force it out of anybody no. it, it just eventually comes out yeah so, yeah so. it's the self-discovery process yes, exactly. of life coaching that exactly. brings that out yeah yeah, yeah. that's good that's so. what we love about life coaching mm -hmm. yeah huh. we all have the answers within we just gotta have yeah. somebody walk with us to yeah. pull them out so that's great thank you honey you're welcome babe so i guess that's it huh yeah, for this for, for this, this week this episode yeah. i think uh next we'll talk about the perpetrators next week yeah Ooh. so let's uh Let's get this out there, guys. Listen on Spotify, share on Spotify, follow us on Spotify. Yeah, please follow us on Spotify. We're looking to build our platform yeah. so that we can reach so many others. All right, there's this, it's this, all the subjects we talk about are important for life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's it. I <laughs> mean, it's good. Yeah. It's yeah, good to yeah. be able to share this. Right, exactly. So um, just just remember that you all, you all matter. Every yeah. one of you matter. You're all worthy. You're all enough. Mm -hmm. and you're all love i don't care what anybody tells you you're enough you're not more than you're not less than yeah everybody's you're, lovable you're, and everybody is lovable I, I don't care what you're going through how dark it is right that's the problem is people look on the outside without even thinking about what that person might have gone through mm -hmm. in his life right yeah. and i'm not condoning or co-signing bad behavior right, right? no nope. 
Nope. You're loved unconditionally from yes. us. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So remember, nobody tells you they love you today. I do. Kathy does. But more importantly, God does. Yes. Be blessed, everybody. Have a great life. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. <laughs> <laughs>